I want to read the Bible from the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel chapter 16. I want to read 1 Samuel chapter 16. I start with verse 1. I start with verse 1. The Bible says, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Then Samuel took the horn of oil. That is verse, verse, verse 13, chapter 16, verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from the day forward. And Samuel arose and went to Ramah. I am speaking about the anointing because I have come to discover that after God speaking to us about the breakthrough and the open door, we all need a tool, a tool that will enable us to access that breakthrough or that open door. And one of the tools that every Christian need, and we, as we study the Bible from the beginning to the end, is the tool that is called the anointing. And remember last week I said that the anointing is that strength, is that energy, that divine power that God gives you to enable you to function, to perform a certain task or to go for a certain blessing. That is what we are calling the anointing. It's a necessary energy, strength that is not coming from men, that is coming from God himself that is given to a people because of a task that is ahead of them. When God is calling you to become a kingdom financier, he gives you money, he gives you resources, and he cannot give you money from throwing it from the heaven. He gives you a business or he gives you a career or a profession or a job that will cause you to earn for that money. But for it to happen, you need the anointing for that line. You need a divine strength, a divine energy that will enable you to operate in that line. For a God to call Abraham to become a father of multitude, he would not have sent Abraham children directly from heaven. Abraham needed a wife and Abraham needed to have power to, 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 to get children. And his wife, uh, Sarah, needed to have got power to get children. Therefore, God had to give them the anointing, the divine strength that gave them the ability to conceive a child and to carry a child and gave that child power again and anointing to continue with their generation. When God tells Samuel that I want you to anoint for me a king, someone that will rule over Israel, he shows Samuel a man. And when he shows Samuel a man, he sends Samuel and tells Samuel, anoint that man so that this man will get my strength, he will get my power, he will get my authorization, he will get my permission, he will get my license, he will get my energy to exercise as the king over Israel. Therefore, I understand and I am understanding that the anointing is a tool that has the capacity to make us be that which God has promised us to become is the tool that we need if we are businessmen to make us to become businessmen in the potential that God has put inside of us. 
if we are pastors and ministers like myself, is a tool that I need that will make me to become an effective and efficient pastor that will bring a godly result. The one that the Bible says, we shall bring forth fruit and the fruit will be able to last. Somebody say amen. And my prayer for this season that everyone shall get their anointing. As I want to share this scripture today to continue, there is a special thing that happened in this generation. Two kings had been anointed by one priest. The first king was King Saul. The Bible says that King Saul was going to look for the donkey of his father after the children of Israel had asked God to give them a king. And that season, a certain man, a son of Kish, that is called Saul, had been sent by his father to look for the donkeys that had lost. And in the process, God prepared Samuel and told Samuel, I'll bring to you a man that is the man that I am choosing to become a king over Israel. When he comes to you, anoint him. Remember I said to be anointed is to be chosen and to be sent. And God occasioned situations and Saul found himself where Samuel was. And when Saul was anointed, he became the king of Israel. He did not become a king even though God said I want him to become a king. He did not become a king until such a time that God anointed him. And after the anointing, the man became a king. Things happened and made the man to become a king. After some time, the man lost favor with God. And God rejected him. And God left him. And God told the same, same Samuel that now I want you to anoint for me another person that he will become a king. But Samuel loved Saul so much. He would not be able to let Saul go. But God tells him, for how long are you going to mourn over Saul, yet I have rejected him? Go into the house of Jesse, and I will give you another man that you are going to anoint, so that I am going to make him a king. And I want to begin by telling us that let us not take for granted any blessing, any favor, any grace, any business, any money, any family, any opportunity, any ministry that God has given on to us. He had given the kingship to Saul, but Saul took it for granted. Saul behaved like the kingship belonged to him. Saul behaved like he fought to become that king. Therefore, when he messed up, the Lord took that kingship away from him by taking the anointing from him and he anointed another one. And I want to speak to us, to tell us today uh, that every time we mess up with the things that God has given us, we mess up with opportunities, we mess up with businesses, we mess up with jobs, we mess up with resources, we mess up with ministries that God has given us, the Lord can take it away from us and leave us alone and take it to another person. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, that I may not be substituted because I have failed to abide by the Lord that had blessed me previously with what I am hanging on. Can you clap to the Father and give him praise in the name of Jesus? Do not give the Lord that opportunity. Do not give him that occasion at any point. Number two, that I would also want us to learn as I'm starting, is that God has never been tired of looking for other people to replace us. God has never been tired of looking for other people to replace others. Every time he gives something to us, there is an expectation that he has. 
He has given us a church. He has given us a ministry. He has given us families. He has given us businesses. He has given us marriages. He has given us children. He has given us resources. He has given us money. And the reason was because he has an intention. He has an interest. He has a desire in them. But he's never, never tired of looking for another person every time we fail to meet his expectation. He never blessed us to entertain us. He never blessed us to please us. Whatever he was doing, it was because he had an interest. And every time we turn anything that God gave us and we remove it from his interest and we make it to become our interest, God will begin to look for another person. I refuse to allow the Lord to begin to look for my replacement in Jesus' mighty name. Can you clap to the Father and give him praise today? Amen. George msaidie pale saidiana na kalo sikuna kale ka sauti kangu kala njawa bwana yesu asifiwe bwana yesu asifiwe eh bwana yesu asifiwe kuna hiyo sauti yangu ya lanchawa hiyo ndio natamani bwana asifiwe as that is good for me i don't know if it is getting there now god is still in the same business he's still in the same business of looking he can be looking in your house he can be looking it outside your house and therefore whatever you have it comes to my spirit to tell us today that we must begin to take it seriously and we must begin to work on it to make sure that we please the Lord. Blessings are opportunities that are given to us by God. Blessings are not our rights. They are but an opportunity that is given to us by God. I want to start today by saying uh, my topic today will be and would be the man carrying the oil for your life. The man carrying the oil for your life. And I, I am doing this because I want us to begin to recognize the place of Samuel in the life of Saul and in the life of King David. I want us to recognize the place of Elijah in the life of Elisha, in the life of Jehu, and in the life of, the, uh, of Azahel, who was the king over Aram, and many other people that the Lord sent somebody to anoint them. I want to begin by telling us that God wants to make people and our society to be strong again. Every time the Lord begins to speak about the anointing, it is because the Lord wants to make you, to make me, to make our society, to make our church to become strong again. Because every time the anointing departs from a people, the anointing departs from a society, the anointing departs from a family, people begin to get weaker and weaker and they lose their grip. And that's why the Lord's anointing left Saul. And when it left Saul, Saul who was a king and a strong king, he became a madman, and not only a madman, he also became so weak, and Saul was defeated, and he was killed. Every time you see a society, you see a church, you see a nation, you see a city, you see a family that used to be strong, and it is now getting weaker and weaker every day, it is because the anointing is no longer there. And that is the time somebody needs to go back to God, and pray and tell the Lord, Father, forgive me, have mercy on me, and anoint me 
again in Jesus' mighty name. Let us clap to the Father and give him praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Every time you find a society, you find a church, you find a city, you find a nation that used to be strong and suddenly they are growing weaker and weaker and weaker. The problem is the anointing. The Lord is removing his anointing from those people and is taking that anointing elsewhere. Every time you see our nation, the way our nation is getting weaker by day, you see the society, the economy is dying every day. And sometimes we try to address these issues by taking more loans, by doing more strategies, by employing new people. The problem is not lack of what we have. The problem is because the anointing that the Lord had bestowed upon our nation may be taken away. And as a nation, we need to come to a place and begin to pray again and tell the Lord, remember us and anoint us in Jesus' mighty name. Let us clap to the Father and give him a better praise. Sometimes it is not that the Lord is telling us to go and do other crusades so that our church will be filled again. Sometimes it is not that the Lord is telling you, go and take another loan or apply for another job and another job so that your finances may pick up again. Sometimes the problem is the anointing. The anointing that you used to have is no longer there. I pray for everybody here. I pray for this church. I pray for our city. I pray for our nation. I pray for our families. I pray for our land. May the Lord anoint us again in We now have to choose. I heard one of the politicians saying that coalitions are thieves. I want to the one that has lesser thieves. We are coming to a place that we cannot stand for our nation. All churches, we say, you hear people talking, all churches, they are now fallen. Let me look for a church that has not fallen as much as the other churches. The, the anointing has dried up. The, the strength is no longer there. Hey, somebody say amen with me. It's like everything is now corrupted. We are now beginning to say, let me, let me choose for the one that is, is bad, but less bad than the other one. Choices, we are choosing between evils, among evils. It's like there is no good that, we are, that has been put on the table among the things that we are choosing. The problem is not everything that you are looking for. It's not lack of experts. It's not lack of a new pastor. It's not lack... It's not the problem in your marriage. It's not, it's not that your wife or your husband has become something else that you now have to look for another one. The problem is not that you have to look for another job. The problem is the anointing has dried up. And one prayer that the church needs to pray in this season is the prayer that Father release your anointing once again. The problem with the school, why is the school not performing? It's not because of a new principal, of a new teacher. The problem is the anointing. Why are the children not performing so well? It is not that you, you are looking for a, tut a tutor, new tutor, to disturb your children throughout the holiday. The problem is the anointing. Father, remember to anoint us again in Jesus' mighty name. Can you clap to him and give him praise today in the mighty name of Jesus?
And you know, how can the anointing, how can the problem get to that level? How can the anointing dry up? As I'm trying to come to what I want to share today, it is because, number one, we may be operating with a stale anointing. We may be operating with a stale anointing. The anointing that is no longer useful to us. We have become people of the story on how the Lord anointed us. On how we used to do great things in the past. On how we used to pray. On how we used to serve God. We become a people that are talking on how we used to love church. How we used to read the Bible. On how we used to fast. On how we used to give. That one has become our story. That we are not talking of what is happening now. We are not talking of our strength as at now. Our victories as at now. We are not speaking of our prayer life as at now. We are not speaking of our church life as at now. We are speaking about our past. Because we no longer do the things that we used to do. Somebody tells you, you know how I used to pray. I used to pray for six hours. You used to. Why are you not doing it now? And whatever brought you here is what will sustain you here. Somebody say amen with me. Somebody will tell you, do you know, we are the ones that used to build churches in this area. Why are you not building those churches now? Someone will tell you, do you know, we used to have fellowship. We used to pray. We used to fast. Why are you not doing them now? That is how you know that somebody is operating with stale anointing. Talking about the past. The breakthroughs of the past. The successes of the past. That is the only thing that we are talking about. The stale anointing could be the reason as to why the nation is weak, the city is weak, the church is weak, the family is weak, the marriages are weak, the, 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 the institutions are weak. Can somebody say amen with me here? Are we operating on a stale anointing? Something that is wasted. The anointing that have been used over and over and over is like ile oil yagari paka imekuwa black bwana asifiwe sisi si uenda tuna change wakati tunaenda service tunasema this oil has been used for a long time now we are going for a service they open it they remove it they pour down there are times you just go to the petrol station na wanaongeza oil juu ya hiyo oil lingine but there's a time they cannot even add a new oil in that oil because that oil has been overused you have overused the things of the past. The testimonies of the past. You have overused the testimonies of the past. You have overused the victories of the past. How I used to be holy. How I used not to laugh with people. How I used... No, we want something that is fresh. Something that is for now. May you receive a fresh oil today. A fresh anointing. Even in Jesus' mighty name. How I used to have so much money. How I used to have money that I would support things. How I used to have a good job. No, we are speaking about now. We reject the stale anointing. We pray that you may receive a fresh anointing today in Jesus' mighty name. Let us clap to the Father and give him praise. The anointing may, be, may have dried up because the anointing that we are using is the anointing for a previous generation. Every generation has a specific and a special anointing for that generation. Because the work of God for other generations is not the same as the work of God for our generation. A task 
that our generation is confronting is a different task that the other generation confronted. And every time we want to stick to the anointing of the previous generation, that time we begin to dry up. The anointing that your forefathers operated with. And that, that is what its people. That's why people are so proud about their tribes. They are proud on how their, their tribes used to be rich. They are proud on how their tribe is a leadership tribe. They are proud on how their tribe. No, we are speaking about your generation. Can somebody say amen with me? Hey, somebody say amen. The anointing for the previous generation cannot work with this generation. The anointing of the days of Eli would not work in the same season of the days of Samuel. What is a specific thing, a special thing that God has set for this generation? And that's why every generation has their priests. Every generation has their prophet. Every generation has their anointing. Can somebody say amen with me? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And every time we are trying to hang on the anointing of the previous generation, on the priesthood of the previous generation, we dry up. The Lord wants us to ask him and to tell him, Father, this is a new generation. I pray that you give me the anointing for my generation. In Jesus' mighty name, let us clap to him and give him praise in the mighty name of Jesus. The way things are done now are different. People are studying. People are in colleges. People are in school. People are becoming more learned. There's a lot of exposure everywhere. Everybody is getting different opportunities. The world has become a global village. And you cannot pretend to use the anointing of the other generation whereby you used to send letters through pure box and you want to use that anointing in our time. Somebody say amen with me. We used to wait for the, for the telegram. Pastor told me when his father died, he was very far away in a different land. Very far away. And his father died and he did not know. And they sent him a telegram. <laughs> telegram stayed for three days. Came to where he was. Came to the hand of somebody. And then somebody hid that telegram. Then another time they sent another telegram. I, I think it took like several months before he knew that his father has died. Nowadays, you don't need that. It's an SMS. Somebody say amen. Nowadays, it's a phone call. At a phone call, mtu wako anakufa saizi, wewe unafungua simu, unaona Facebook ime pop up. Mtoto wa jirani, kumbe amepiga picha already, na iko kwa Facebook. Somebody say amen. In fact, you are informed by the Facebook. The anointing for the previous generation is different from our generation. The business that are done now, mina wanaga watu wa camera, wale wa camera wa zamani, wanyo walikuwa natuambia simama, simama ni kupige picha, one, two, three, pop. Alafu wanaenda inaoshwa studio squeeze kazi wamefunga wako hapa town wengi because nowadays kuna kitu inaitwa selfie kuna kila kitu ya kupiga picha i pray for somebody here that you may receive the anointing for this time the anointing for this generation that you may be able to function appropriately in this time in Jesus mighty name can you clap to the father and give him praise but the moment we stick to the previous one that's where we perish because every anointing is for a generation. When we have missed the mark, the anointing dries up when we have missed the mark. To miss the mark, to do that which God has not called us to do. 
when we are operating in a different, totally different ground from the ground that God ordained for us. When our lives, we are Christian by names, but by lifestyle, by actions, we are sinners. That is, we have missed the mark. When we want to be the same as this world, we want to walk like them, to work like them, to talk like them, to think like them, but we want to come to church. The only time we are different is because we come to church. When we are living in the same level as the world is living in, they don't pray, we don't pray. They don't fast, we don't fast. They don't praise, we don't praise. They don't worship, we don't worship. They don't read the Bible, we don't read the Bible. The anointing shall totally dry up. Say amen with me. God wants us to be a little bit different from everybody. The Bible speaks about one man that is called Daniel. That Daniel would separate from the people and would go somewhere and pray three times a day. When everyone else was not praying, Daniel was praying. Hey, somebody say amen. When everyone else was not praying, Daniel was praying. It was okay for Joseph to do whatever Potiphar's wife wanted him to do. But he said, far be it from me that I should sin against my God. That is the anointing that Christ is looking for in our time and in our generation. That we are not going to do everything that everyone else is doing. We are not going to learn from the world to do things the ways of the world. But we are going to learn from Christ to do things in the ways of the Christ. Are we together, people of God? They don't pray, we don't pray. They don't praise, we don't praise. They don't worship, we don't worship. They come to church, we come to church. They sing in the church, we sing in the church. We need to be Christian inside out. That is how we are going to operate with that strength. Our nation is going down because there's, different, there's no difference between a pastor and a politician. There's no difference. Pastor, politician comes to the church. He takes over the church. He tells the church what to do. There's no difference. Look at our, 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 our pattern, political affiliations pattern. The only thing that you are following that person is because he's your tribesmate. Don't cheat us. And that's why you keep on dreaming that he's a president. Somebody say amen. But the Lord would want us to put our knees down and ask him, is it the one? The only thing that you are supporting the other one to become a governor because he either comes from your area, kama sasa ikiricho, wale watu wa area hii wanayao, watu wa area hii wanawao. That's the only reason you're supporting the other person. Not because God has told you. Hey, another one told me, I am voting for so and so because he knows how to steal and the theft will spill to us. And he's a Christian. May the Lord restore his oil. Hey, may the Lord restore his oil. Mbwanesu <laughs> asifiri. Na huyo mtu ameamini ni Mungu kabisa amemwambia hivyo. Na reason yake ni ya uongo. That's how the anointing dries up. 
Another thing, when we have left God and God has left us. When we have left God and God has left us. Many Christians have left God. And many Christians have been left by God. Many Christians are Samson. After he was shaved and the eyes had been gouged. Many Christians are Samson. After he has been shaved and after his eyes had been gouged. They have left God and God has left them. Many marriages have been left by God and many marriages God has left them. Many relationships has left God and many relationships God has left them. One of the things that every Christian need to come to a place and tell themselves that Father, am I still with you? Am I? Because the anointing cannot stay where God is not. Father, am I still with you? Father, are you still in my marriage? Father, are you still in my life? Father, are you still with my children? Father, are you still in my business? Father, are you still in the church? Father, are you still in my job? Those are the things that Christians need to address daily. Otherwise, we may gather in the church, but we are not gathering in the name of the Lord. Otherwise, we may fill the church with the candidates of hell. Instead of filling the church with the candidates of heaven. We may end up calling ourselves a Christian family and Christ is not in that family. Yet, it is known to be a Christian family. You may call yourself a Christian, yet Christ is not in you. Those are the prayers that we need to make. The anointing that gives people power to prosper once again. There's something that the Lord has been putting in my spirit of let that the Lord would want us to begin to pray for people, to pray for ourselves that we may receive that anointing once again, that we begin to receive a new strength, a new power, a new energy, a new prosperity, a new grace in Jesus' mighty name. That the society that is sinking, the society that is flopping, the society that is coming down, needs a fresh oil in Jesus' mighty name. Can we clap to the Father and give him praise? There is always a priesthood that has carried that anointing for your life. There is always a priesthood. Eli had gone and there was a season of Samuel. And Saul met with Samuel and when Saul met with Samuel and Samuel anointed him, that is the time this man was raised into kingship and that is the time the nation of Israel was able to become strong once again. The nation used to lose in every battle because the anointing of the Lord had not yet come to the people. There is your son, there is your daughter, there is your father, there is a mother that needs to be anointed like the way Saul anointed, Samuel anointed Saul so that that family, that household, that home will be strong again and will begin to win battles in Jesus' mighty name. Let us clap to the Father and give him a better praise in the name of Jesus. Until the time Saul met with Samuel and Samuel anointed Saul, that is the time they began to win battles again as a nation. My prayer for us, that if not us, our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our fathers, our sons, our daughters, may encounter the Samuel for their lives, 
so that they may receive the anointing so that our family will become strong again in Jesus mighty name let us clap to the father and give him praise in the mighty name of Jesus that there is somebody in my family there is somebody in the church there is somebody in the city there is somebody in this office there is somebody in this business that need to encounter with the priest for their lives the man that is carrying the anointing and through that the entire place is going to receive the blessings of the Lord, the favor of the Lord, the strength of the Lord the grace of the Lord, the power of the Lord in Jesus mighty name clap to the Father and give him a better praise in the name of Jesus it could be your mother, it could be your father it could be your brother it could be your sister. It could be your son. It could be your daughter. In Jesus' mighty name. In the days of Israel, it was Saul. The moment Saul met with him, things began to change in Israel. Remember in the days of King David, the moment David was anointed, the Lord did not anoint everybody in the family. The Lord only anointed David. And when David was anointed, the family was exempted from paying taxes. The family became a kingly family and the nation of Israel became strong. May you receive that anointing that your family will become strong. Your family will become better. Your family will be, uh, will be elevated because you are anointed in Jesus' mighty name. That person, that, that priest, that priesthood, carries the anointing that your family needs. In the mighty name of Jesus, can somebody say Amen? And that's why you are not wasting time when you come here. Even when all members of your family don't come to church. Even if it's you only that have been pursuing God, you are not wasting your time. Because through you, when you receive that anointing, the entire family, the entire community, the entire nation shall be blessed because you are anointed. May you receive the anointing that will release that kind of blessing into your life. Through me, let my mother, let my father, let my brother, let my sisters, let my nephews, let my nieces be blessed because I carry the anointing. Hallelujah, somebody. When they met with Samuel, things happened. And my prayer for everybody, that all of us, God will help us to identify the priesthood that carries the oil for our heads. Not everybody is the priest for your life. That's why I normally say, you cannot be under 20 pastors and survive. You will be destroyed. You can only be under one pastor. The priest is always one for your life. Hey, somebody say amen. They will kill you. They will kill you with their, with their anointings. It was only Samuel for Saul. It was only Samuel for David. Not everybody that laid their hands on you released blessing into your head. Some release death. Some release curses. Some release failures. Some release dryness. That's why you just need to identify one priest for your life. And say, this is the man that is carrying the oil for my head. In Jesus' mighty name. Hey, clap to the Father and give him praise. Only one priest until he dies. Or you die. He goes or you go. <laughs> Somebody say amen. The Bible says Saul looked for him. The Bible says 
God caused David to find him. One of the prayer that you need, it was normal for David, it was normal for Saul until this priest came into their lives because he's the one that was carrying their anointing. And that's the prayer that all of us must make. That Father help me to seek that person. Help me to meet with that person. Send that person into my life. The priest that is carrying that oil for my head. You need to connect with that person. You need to connect with that priest. You need to connect with that priest. You need to meet with them and tell them that I have discovered you are carrying the anointing for my family. It is not carried by everybody. There is a special oil. The oil for your life, for your breakthrough, for your destiny. The oil that is going to make you a different person. Can somebody shout a better amen here today? And when you get the person, he or she, connect with them. So that the anointing can continue to flow. It is not enough for it to be poured once. It has to continue to flow. It must be a continuous river until it overflows in your life to your children, to your children, children. When soul disconnected with someone, he disconnected with God. When you are disconnected with that priest, you are also disconnected with God. You can remain a church goer, but disconnected with God. Somebody say amen with me. And the anointing ceased to flow. And Saul became a madman. And then Saul was defeated. And then Saul was killed by simple men. You know, there are people who should not kill you. There are some deaths that you should not die. When you die, you need to die a death that anybody can be proud of. Somebody clap to the Father and give him praise here today. Atototo alikuwa anacheza. Alikuwa anacheza. Alikuwa anacheza timu moja akachukua nini? Akachukua si jiwe hata mpira. Akapiga mpira kugonga hapa alafu kaenda hospitali ukakufa. Sasa hiyo ni kifua ina gani? If you are to die, you need to die a death that you can be proud of. Saul died a shameful death because of that. You need to submit and abide. Follow instructions. What is it that the Lord is telling me? Because he who anoints you knows how to maintain that anointing. You cannot be anointed by another one. Then you disobey. Then you run to another one and you think the same anointing will still work there. You cannot. You cannot receive the anointing here. And then you, you don't follow what God is speaking to you. You run far away and you want to continue and continue with that anointing. They don't work like that. You have to abide. You have to come. You have to obey. You have to submit. You have to understand what the Lord is speaking with you in your life. And, and, and I'm doing this next week. I'll continue because I want to prepare us for a Sunday service that I'm going to pray and anoint people and tell the Lord, Father, 
This is not the other anointing that I normally do. This is the anointing for their inheritance. This is the anointing for their strength. This is the anointing for their next level. That is what I'm preparing for. I want you to stand in his presence for a minute. Lift up your hands and tell the Lord, Father, I desire your anointing. Just the same way you anointed Saul, you anointed Samuel, I pray that you anoint me. Just one minute only. Lift up your hands high in the heaven. Tell the Lord I don't want to be dry. People are weak. People are so weak. People are not praying here. Prayer life is dead. People are losing in their businesses. People are losing in their marriages. People are losing in their relationships. They are losing with their families. A certain strength has disappeared in the nation. A strength has disappeared in the city. Hey, lift up your hands, speak to the Lord for a minute before I wind up in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask the Lord for that oil. The oil for this season. The oil for this season. The oil for this season. Tell the Lord I pray for the oil for this season. That's what you needed. Say with me, Lord Jesus. I have discerned that my strength is going down. Father, I have discerned that I am losing it in some areas of my life. Father, I can discern that the anointing is no longer there. I pray, Lord, anoint me afresh. Anoint my life. Anoint my destiny. Father, I pray, pour your oil into my life. Deliver me today from a stale anointing. Deliver me, Lord, from the anointing of the previous generation. Father, I pray today, if I've missed the mark, Father, I pray that you deliver me and restore me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask you for the anointing, the anointing, the anointing for my inheritance, the anointing for my family, the anointing for prosperity, the anointing for posterity, the anointing for dominion, for possession. I pray, Lord, that you shall anoint me in Jesus' mighty name. Clap to the Father and give him praise.